You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome back once again to Inside Out. And again, I am so glad that you're joining me today. And my prayer, the whole goal of this is that you get encouraged week by week and that you'll take what you gain from here or are reminded of from here and you'll apply it to your day by day. Because remember, again, what you do day by day takes you to your future. Now, part of our goal, and we talk about this a lot at Meadowbrook Church where I pastor, is we want to become more and more happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. Hear that again, happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed so that we can become a blessing, be a blessing. And then the ultimate bottom line goal for all of us is to bring glory to God. So what that looks like is we're becoming more and more free from sin, more and more like Jesus, more and more happy, stable, fruitful, blessed, which I think is rather attractive and very functional. And then we can be a blessing to the world around us and we can ultimately glorify God. That is the purpose. That's why we're incorporating what we've been talking about for weeks here, these spiritual disciplines, these holy habits into our life. Now today, I want to dive right in because this is super important. We cannot ignore this. This has to be a part of our life and it has to do with God's Word. So I want to go to Psalm 119. It's right in the middle of your Bible, the longest chapter in the Bible, Psalm 119, and it's all about God's Word. I would encourage you to read it. You're going to end up uh, just more and more excited about God's Word, but let me read a few verses here. Psalm 119, beginning in verse 9, down through verse 16. It says, how can a young man, a young woman, anybody, cleanse his way? It's by taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart, I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word, hear this now, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. I'll come back to that. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips, I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies As much as in all riches, I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. A lot of big verbs there. Take heed, hide, rejoice, meditate, contemplate, be diligent about, not forget. All of that in relation to the word of God. The result then of all of this is so that I might not sin against God. The problem, our problem, everybody's problem is sin, and sin ruins everything, either through erosion or through disruption. Um, it's either through the, the eventual or through the immediate. Sin robs and ruins and poisons, and one of the way to not sin is to hide God's word in our heart. 
And we want that. I mean, we want to glorify God with our life. Romans uh, 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we fall short of glorifying God because of sin. And we also know this from Romans 6.23, the wages of sin, the payday of sin, is death. It's separation from God. His goodness, His presence, His help in our life. So back in Psalm 119, verse 11, there are three phrases we're just going to look at real quick uh, today. And it says, your word, your word. So what is your word? It's the Bible. It's God's word, which contains God's thoughts and his laws and his heart, his will and revelation. It's, it's both revealed and written. And, and understand this too. And the word of God is alive and it's relevant and it's truth and it endures to all generations. So that's the subject there, your word. Now look what we do here. The, sec- the second phrase out of Psalm 1911 is this, I have hidden so your word I have hidden, or let me flip it, I have hidden your word, which in that hidden in the Old Testament Hebrew means to store up, to lay up, to treasure, to hoard, to hide. Now, in this case, your hiding uh, is what you do with what you treasure. Uh, not just that I value the word, but I hide and I store the word because of its value. See, it's it's two different things here. It's not just valuing and it's not just storing. It's both valuing and storing, hiding and storing God's word because of its value. And the value we see in this verse is it has the power to help us to not sin. So your word I have hidden in my heart. Well, the heart is not just the thing that's beating inside your chest. It's it's the inside you, and it's inside of me. It's not just a tablet on the outside of me. It's not just kept in writing to consult with on the outside, but it's something I've stored, I've placed, I've hidden, that I keep inside of my heart so that I can consult with it inside. It creates a condition, but it also becomes something I consult with. Now, this is in the Old Testament. So the Old Testament word, again in the Hebrew, for heart is a place of both thinking and feeling. Now, in the New Testament concept of that, that is more and more of our soul where we're processing. The Old Testament understanding of that, let's go back to it, your heart, the center of you, is a place of both thinking and feeling. So the heart is a place where the word can be thought about. And the heart is a place where the word can be felt because it's alive and it's powerful. And we have a lot of problems in that place on the inside of us where we think and where we feel. And what we need to do is place, hide, intentionally put and store God's word in our our heart. So our thoughts, our words, our actions, they all come from our hearts. So making the word a part of our heart, oh, don't miss this, making the word a part of our heart then powerfully affects how we think and how we act and what words we speak and, and uh, you know, how we think about things and decide things. It's incredibly important that we hide God's word in our heart. And Psalm 119 verse 130 says that the entrance of your word uh, brings light and gives understanding. That's what we need in our heart, that place where we think and where we feel and where we decide. We need light. We need understanding. 
So there are numerous ways to do this. Now, for years, I've said that we all need daily exposure to and intake of the Word of God. Um, But how do we do this? How do we truly, uh, for the purposes of this verse, how do we hide God's Word in our heart? Well, you may or may not like this, but if you do it, you will thank me forever. You need to memorize the Word of God. Better yet, a better phrase than memorize is learn it by heart. So you're putting it in your heart, that place where you think and feel and decide, but we're memorizing it. And the why of memorizing Scripture, very important, out of Proverbs 6, verse 6 through 8, it says, Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. So the ant stores up because what it is storing up is valuable and will be needed. Get that again. It's it's storing up. It's working very hard, gathering so that it can store, gathers food in the harvest so that it has supplies later on. So the ant stores up because it's valuable and it will be needed. And the, the same is true of the Word of God. We've got to treasure it up. We've got to store it because of its value, but also because it will be needed. And regarding memorizing Scripture or learning it by heart, you can do it. You can do it. And when you understand its value, let me remind you of its value in Psalm 19, verse 10 and 11, regarding the Word of God. It says, "...it's more to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb." Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. Listen, you're never too old, you're never too young to learn God's word by heart, by daily exposure to intake of, and uh, we'll get into some intentional and and, and very usable ways that we can uh, memorize God's word and learn it by heart. But here's here's some of the importance of it too. Remember when Jesus was in the wilderness tempted by by Satan? Um, and he was depleted. He was tired. He had been in the weather and the elements, and he's hungry. And when Satan came to tempt him in that vulnerable way, what did Jesus do? He quoted Scripture. And when he quoted Scripture, I don't think he had a cue card. I don't think he pulled out a scroll. Uh, He didn't have a bound Bible like we do. He quoted Scripture, and get this, Satan left him. Real quick, let me read this, Matthew 4, verse 4. But he answered and said, this is his reply back to the, to the devil, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Verse 7, Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Verse 10, then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Jesus had the word ready to go in his heart, hidden in his heart, so that he could have it when he needed it, not only because of its value and its power, but ready to use. And when you have it memorized, when you've learned it by heart, it is stored up and ready. And that's how the psalmist said, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Well, I pray that you'll just start with this. Uh, and, and let me refer you to you version on your phone and in the YouVersion reading plans, there's one called Top Verses to Memorize. It gives you about 100 for a year program. Just start doing it. 
Just try to learn these verses. I'm telling you what, the Holy Spirit will help you. Be so glad that you're putting the living Word of God down into that place in you where you think and feel and decide. It will make a difference today. Well, I hope that you'll get started on this. Thank you again for joining me today for Inside Out. Spread the word, share this with your friends, with family, and I believe it'll be a help and blessing to them. Until next time, God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.